<laughs> and that's what I said, Grandma. You're only supposed to put four in at a time. <laughs> you never do all five unless you want to risk a prolapse. Exactly. So she's dead now. Um, wow. um, is that is it related or? The police are still deciding, really. Okay. It's, it's, okay. Not, it's not an open and shut case, but it is an episode of the Big Damn Cast. Hi, everybody. Welcome Woo! to the weekly podcast where we deal the, we dish out the nerdy news and geeky gossip, all the things fit to occupy your time before we all die approximately in about two weeks. Yep. My name is Chris. <sighs> Do you remember Rhodes Johnson? <clears throat> My name is Matthew. Two meters uh, meter apart. Two, two, two meters Two meters at all times, that's not two meters, is it, Darren? It's not two meters, is it, Mabel? Yeah? Feck off. Oh, that arrow is pointing the other way, and it says no entry at the top of the aisle, doesn't it, Jim? So fuck off, Watson. That's Still having that's that issue, me. aren't you? Still having that issue. That's, it's... <clears throat> We Literally. we share we share a few supermarkets because we live nearby mm, to each mm. other, um, and we we both share like the big supermarket pretty much. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Have you been in the big supermarket recently? I was there yesterday. I was there yeah. last night. Are you like myself, slightly worried at the amount of people that the security are just sort of letting through now compared to say two months ago when it was like five people in, wait a few minutes. And then a few well, I mean, I I was there at like seven thirty p.m., so there was no queue anyway. Oh well, that's that's a good sign because we are going for our but, first evening shop tomorrow, and yeah. that's, that's reassured me slightly. But but even with that, the amount yeah. of people who would well, one couple in particular who I kept seeing around the shop because they would all I'm sure they were doing it deliberately, going the wrong way around the wrong one way system. Oh, Christ, good God. It's, it's one of those little minor acts of defiance, like mm. the "No, I will not wear a mask" business. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Like the, no, I will. Yes, not I will. I will take oxychloroquine. I'm taking that. I'm taking. I will wear a mask, but I'll take the medicine away from the people with lupus who need it because infomercials on Alex Jones's show told me I should take it. By the way, I'm the president. Good God. Um... If anyone was my offended by the stuff, and my enemies are in power. Yeah, if anyone was offended by what I just said, uh, don't stick around because I have a feeling you'll also be offended by some comments I have to make later. See the thumbnail. Oh, see the see the title. Get into see, it. See that thumbnail and the title, folks. Don't Love stick it. around if you think Love you're gonna it. get butt hurt. So don't stick around if you think you're hard enough. And not hey. in the fun. And not butt hurt in the fun way. Um, no, no. So well, I think. Yeah. I think first off, we want you wanted to address something that <clears> keeps <throat> popping up. On streams and such. Hey, I've been streaming, Matt. I've been yeah. streaming from every orifice, but the, the hospitals are all full for some reason, yeah, so I can't get an appointment. Sorry, you but, seem to be in good spirits, at least. Yeah, well, as as that's you, mostly due to what I'm drinking. As long um, as you're replenishing your fluids, you'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love replenishing my fluids. Get, um, some, uh, get some diarolites, make sure you're getting those electrolytes, and you'll maybe. be fine. I, you know, I started drinking last night, <clears throat> actually, genuinely, when I started consuming into my system. Whatever you could get your hands on, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying a way to get light into the body. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, it was uh, uh, Jack Daniels limited edition. 
um, uh, commemorating Frank Thomas Bobo, who's a part of, I guess, like the history of Jack Daniels itself. It's a uh, master distiller series, so it's it's it's, it's charcoal mellowed ever so slightly differently from your standard. It's mm. not that much different, but just enough that it's mm. a limited series. I was bought it as a gift at like Christmas, and I went. I don't want to touch that because I don't want it's obviously for special occasions. And then last night I went, I want some whiskey. I'm gonna open I'm gonna open the bobo. I'm I'm popping my bobo. What <laughs> it was really bloody nice. What choice really, do you really have? Nice. What choice do you have other than to pop the bobo? You one must always pop one's bobo when yeah, given the pop opportunity. That bobo. Uh, pop that bobo. bobo. Pop that bobo where it came from also helped me. But uh <laughs> Yeah, so whilst, whilst drinking and gaming, um, it was one of those instances where uh, I'm getting a lot of new followers at the moment who are coming across from the games categories. Uh, which you know, is lovely. Which is, is nice. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's lovely, but you get a lot of people who just like are searching through to see who's playing a certain specific, a specific kind of game. Yeah. And a lot of the time they come in and, and this obviously isn't everybody. And we've got lovely communities over in our streams and they're building up and they're great. But there were some new people repetitively over the last couple of days bringing up the PS5. And specifically, uh, it's um, uh, ooh, backwards compatibility. Yes. Feature. Uh, and I just it's weird because I remember us talking about this a few weeks ago when the specs were released, and about the fact that it's not the console isn't backwards compatible in the sense that I think everybody's going on about. But they're all talking about it being a back a piece of hardware that can play your entire library but i just i just wanted to uh, i wanted to bring it up what backwards compatibility means though yeah well exactly like to me to me that's always that's what i always thought but i think that's because i I still have my head in the older generations but it's never Um, what backwards compatibility means because even in the mm. ps2 days ps2 didn't play every ps1 game the vast majority of them but there were the odd outliers is that so yeah i did not know that because it's it's the same thing with with all sort of even if it is hardware-assisted emulation, there's always going to be edge cases. Mm. So, and it was, and it was. That's even, what I like to. That's what I like to do for a few days before hey. I eventually uh, pop my bobo. Oh god! Um, but even the, the PS3 models that were backwards compatible went through a couple of revisions, where the first ones were hardware backwards compatible. Yeah, that so was the like, initial release, wasn't it, with the, the separate um, compartment and everything. The initial release in the US. Yeah. Um, well, there was a limited run over here, wasn't there? I'm not, I'm not, of, of not finished. Kind? I'm not finished. Oh. I'm getting there. Oh. I'm getting there. Oh. So the, so the initial <laughs> one had hardware in it and was backwards compatible. Yeah. I had PS2 hardware in it that was backwards compatible. And even that didn't have a 100% compatibility rate. I did not know. And then that lowered again with the next revision, which mm. was the first one that was released in Europe. Hmm. Um which had less PS2 hardware in, and it was only about 60% compatibility. Yeah. Okay, with, I was not aware um, of that. It improved over the life of the console, um, and there is pretty much Bob-on software PS2 emulation on the PS3, because that's what the the PS2 classics that you can buy on the PlayStation Store for PS3, Yeah, they, they are basically just the PS2 ROMs in a emulation wrapper. Right. It runs on okay. software. So you can do it, but they didn't release it. They didn't do it to the point where you could just put a PS2 disc in mm. for the non-backwards compatible models. Um, you can, like, homebrew um, hack 
uh, custom firmware onto your PS3 and sort of and sort of get your own PS2 disc images and put them in there and put them in the wrapper and they'll run. But it's a lot of faffing. <laughs> it works, but it's a lot of faffing. Um, takes takes a lot. Takes a hell of a lot. Enough faffing okay. that I didn't get around to it. I I tried and then was like, you know, life's life's too short, mate. Um, and you'll try anything once. Usually, you'll you'll try anything. Yeah, once. But I didn't try it once. I tried it like three times. Um, oh, and just couldn't get it to work. Say that's, someone say that. Someone say that's greedy, but also like they admire your uh, your never ending, unwavering uh, spirit. I just wanted to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. My copy of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three that I still have. I just wanted to play it on my PS3. That's all I wanted. But no, alas, I can't play it on my PS3, so I had to leave it at my dad's where there's a PS2, but now I can't get to my dad's, because we're in lockdown. Oh, yeah. And I can't play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, and the Tony Hawk's remaster is only Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I could play you the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 soundtrack over Skype, if you want. That's alright, I've got... <clears throat> I, bought, I bought that album. I've got, a, I've got a rip of the GameCube version on my Wii U, I just wanted to play it with the PS2 controller. Um, oh, PS3 <laughs> controller, because GameCube controller you know, is weird the, for that game. The album... The album's only got two songs from the game on it. Mm. Just like the upcoming remasters. Um, yeah. yeah. No, they're only, missing, Pretty much. they're only missing five tracks from the two games. That's fine. It's licensing. That's music licensing for you. Um, That's the copyright, folks. <laughs> the copyright. Um, so, yeah, the PS4 is going to be backwards compatible. The PS5, sorry, is going to be backwards yeah. compatible with PS4 games. Right. Not everything will work out of the gate at launch. Right. At, yes. Sir. At launch, the top, the one hundred most popular games will definitely work. Everything beyond that is not a certainty, but they are aiming for it to be completely backwards compatible. But because of the right. way that the hardware works in terms of storage, in terms of data streaming from the internal storage. It's not going to play well with some older titles in the same way that if you remember playing PS1 stuff on the PS2 or PS3 and you can um, enable fast disk access speed, that would just break some mm. games. So it's that kind of thing. That's the that's the okay. issue. That's what's stopping everything from working straight. Can away. they still just get around to doing that thing we hypothesized about? called the PlayStation Classic, where they just make a piece of hardware that plays, like, PlayStation 1 through 3 titles. Not in this economy. Because that would be lovely. Like, just, yeah. hey, here's a new console that's 250 quid, and it plays an entire three generations, and it's nice and simple and straightforward and small and beautiful, and there you go, you've got it, and you can play all your old games. You don't have to keep hold of all this stuff. Congratulations. Christopher. Christopher. Yeah. That is literally... Never going to happen. People said that about the Snyder Cut. So our next story, um, oh god, is uh, is of DC Televisual Worlds, um, uh, the film worlds of DC Dreams Comics, Detective Comics, Comics, <clears throat> Detective Comics, Comics, Batman, Detective Comics, Detective Comics, um, mm. uh, Ruby Rose, Star of. I was going to say stage and screen, but I have no idea what her theatre background is, if there is any. So, star of screen! 
Ruby, 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 Rosa. Bacon, small. She has just announced, or, or rather, the statement has been put out by the CW, and Ruby Rose has released like a little statement to go alongside it, that she's leaving Batwoman. Season one yeah. will be her one and only season as the title character. Uh, of course, she appeared in Arrow and a crossover prior to this, so she she had... You know, she's 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 the Batwoman of the DC um, CW universe. Due to the, she appeared during the Crisis on Infinite Earths mm. crossover. So she is uh, she's established, but is leaving. Reason we don't fully know, but speculation points to a few things. One, she is an actress who likes to play in different environments and different mediums, likes to do film, TV. So you can't do that if you are making a network television a sci-fi drama because that's nine months of your life minimum with like five to six um, 18-hour days is your schedule. Uh, and then even in the downtime between them, if you're the main actor, you're usually roped into doing promotional work for about a month to promote the show. So mm. she's, you know, it's a busy schedule. That might, that might have been it. Maybe she was like, I've always wanted to do a network TV show. Then she's done it and she's gone, this isn't for me. I'm going to get going. Other speculation is she injured herself. It was either just before or just after they began work on Batwoman as a series. Well, that part's not speculation. She did injure herself. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. The the speculation being Um, that perhaps because of that injury, she's never really fully recovered from it or has never felt comfortable after it to keep up such a grueling schedule and do stunt work and all this, that and the other. So it's just it's more a case of her own safety uh, and getting out of there. Um, of course, I think that's the more likely one. That to be honest, it is definitely most likely. But of course, a lot of the internet are also banding around the third option, which is she knows it sucks, so she's leaving, right? Mm, yeah, I'm mm, sure an actor mm. who's getting paid a shitload of money, mm, who was gonna, who was absolutely gonna have been their first choice, like when it came to that thing, like Ruby Rose wants to talk to you about Batwoman. Really? Holy shit! Let's make this work. Kind of scenario. I'm sure yeah. she's just going to casually throw the show aside because she's like, oh, I don't like it. It's like, no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Definitely. No, it, it's... That's how these things work. Well, it's been proven... one season. It's been proven more and more recently that, like, if the actors care about the property but they don't enjoy the time they're having, they take charge of it. Look at uh, Margot Robbie's exec producer credit on yeah. uh, Birds of Prey. You know, that yeah, that yeah. seems to be the way people are going now instead. Uh, Lucy was watching something the other day, and I can't remember for the life of me what it was off the top of my head, but I remember seeing someone's name in the producer credits. I was like, oh, they just want to make sure this goes right. I'm trying to remember what it was. It'll come to me probably over the course of this. Um, but yeah, that's that's, that's the business, baby. Uh, either way... The business. Hey, the business. Either way, this, this is the best time in the show's run for this to happen, if it has to happen at all, which is at the beginning. Yeah. Because if it goes from strength to strength and continues to grow... It'll just be, oh, the first season's of Ruby Rogues, but blah, is Batwoman from that point onward. And then, you know, it's easier to kind of deal with. It'd be weird if it was like, we're getting four seasons, and then at the end of season three, I'm done now, and someone else has to fill the boots for one yeah. season. Yeah. You know, also, of course, there's outcries of, we'll just call it a day then, we're not going to watch, and it's like, well, that means that they've got the challenge of casting someone who makes you go, I, oh, really? Them? So it's either got to be a name mm. or somebody with a proven track record in network TV that would make them go, oh, God, they're really good. Oh, damn it. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to watch this. Um, but yeah, a bit, out, a bit out of left field. Obviously, discussions must have been going on during lockdown about what to do. Probably. Did, I mean, they've got nothing else to do. True, well, true. Did you catch much Batwoman? 
I didn't catch any Batwoman. I watched the first episode. I did not care for it. It was... Um, okay. you, you know how like, Supergirl's not made for me? But I still am like, I love that this exists and I get I get enjoyment out of it. And this is really fun. Yeah. And I'm glad it exists. It's not for me, but at the same time, there's enough in it that keeps me entertained. So I'll check it out from time to time. Um, Batwoman... Batwoman sort of its main problem was it was a bit it was a bit plodding in its first episode but also mm. it it takes the gothy the pseudo gothy campness of like the Schumacher movies in Gotham but like those just sort of that's not my thing do you know what I mean and it wasn't necessarily yeah. it wasn't necessarily yeah. our main characters it was sort of the way the villains were shot and everything and it was just sort of like okay <laughs> sure Plus, I think I was bored. I think I was kind of bored at the choice of Alice as the villain, because you know the evil sister. I've seen a lot of yeah. sh- I've seen a lot of shows where it's just they're the evil version of you. The CW shows are guilty of that quite often. Like the first three seasons of Flash, I watched and loved, but knew by the end of season three that I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna engage with it as much after that because it had been yeah. three years of oh look it's a person faster than you Barry, and that was the the yeah, enemy and yeah. it's like okay. Sure. Can we do some? I know series four was the one where it was like the small chim was the villain, and it was more about like mind control and stuff like that. But I just yeah. By that point, I was like, I've I've got what I need from this. I'm happy to leave now and be like, oh, I really enjoyed that three years, and and move on with my life. Yeah, being just being like, oh, I'm glad this thing exists and continues to be successful, but I just have no interest in yeah. really digging into it. Like, it's fine. And I think that's the thing with Batwoman. I think now I'll look to see what people recommend from season one, and I'll give it a look-see. Well, I can tell you it's another bit of casting news. Oh, mince. About, about Batwoman. <clears throat> um, oh, they've chosen a Bruce Wayne. For Batwoman season to who? For Batwoman season to who? Well. Oh. I'll I'll be, I'll rephrase that. Um, so the main villain towards the end of the season mm-hmm. is Hush of the first one. Yeah. Okay. So Thomas Elliot, right? Okay. Yeah. Which means someone's been playing him. Is that the reveal? Gabriel Man's been playing Hush, but he's been hushed. He's been bandage face. Okay. Old bandage fishy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> we, uh, so what's happened there is that at the end of the season, Bat a hush has, has assumed the the face of Bruce Wayne. Okay, and so that, that so they're doing who is being. They're doing what all these shows do, which is we're going to do the cool stuff from the Batman or Superman mythos, but not with Batman or Superman. But it's still going to happen, sort of. Yes, so... Um, he looks a bit hilarious. I'm just looking at a picture of him. He looks a bit, a bit like a Power Rangers CW villain. Show, it? So, uh, Warren Christie is playing Hush with the face of Bruce Wayne. Okay. Um, he's in a bunch of stuff. I can't think of anything else I've seen him in. He was in Alphas. Okay. When that was a thing, he's in the Exorcist show. But don't ask me to don't ask me who he played because I don't remember him. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, yeah. This screen. Yeah. This screams to me. I mean, actually, there's a side by side here of 
because canonically Kevin Conroy now plays what Bruce looks like in the future. Um, yes. There's a picture of him side by side with Conroy that, like, yeah, yeah, I buy that. That's a younger Conroy. Yeah. Like, jaw's a little wider, but I, I buy it. it. Um, I can dig it. But oh my god, are they are they finally loosening the reins? Do you think? Because Warner Brothers have had this weird thing with the TV properties where they they're like, you can't have Batman. You can have Batman's world and his rogues, but not the Joker and Harley, but you can have them all. And you can't have Superman. Mm, Okay, we might make exception here and there, but you can't have Superman and you can't have Wonder Woman. And they've always been really staunch about that. And yet... But now they've got Superman. Well, yeah, Tyler Hecklin's been in Supergirl a bunch and he's been wonderful and he's been the crossovers. We now have Superman and Lois starting next January. Fingers crossed for them. I'm presuming they know that air date's probably going to move. Um... We'll see, we'll see. Uh, we've got Bruce Wayne finally appearing as Kevin Conroy in the Inf- Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. And, yep. and a show that is a massive prick tease for Bruce Wayne, because a big part of Batwoman is Bruce is not here right now. Yes. So Batman flat out watch. exists and is referred yeah, to. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had we've had the back of Harley's head with Tara Strong voicing her over in an Arrow episode near the beginning as like an Easter egg. <laughs> we, we've we've had not Joker twice slash three times on Gotham, um, yeah. with uh, Cameron Monaghan in the roles of uh, Jermaine and Jerome. Is it Jerome and Jermaine or Jerome and Jeremiah? Jeremiah, that's it. Jerome and Jeremiah, and then uh, Jeremiah, who's the second not Joker but proto Joker then in the flash forward episode is basically the Joker, but he's referred to in the credits and by characters as Mr. J, which was their mm-hmm. way around using the name. And he doesn't have a shock of green hair, but the strands of hair coming off his bald head are clearly green. So it's like, yeah, why are they having to, why are they having to take these legal loophole precautions in a Warner brothers, DC owned property? Well, it's, be, it's, be, it's to keep them separate from the films. Yeah. And, but the production team of Batwoman have been talking about have talked about how Warner Brothers film division was like we don't want you to use Batman but we're fine in fact we're keen on you using Hush as Bruce Wayne as long as you make clear at all times that it is Hush as Bruce Wayne and not Bruce Wayne so it's unlikely that our boy is going to play Bruce Wayne at any point then who could say? If if that's the case, that's a really unsatisfying element to the narrative of the show itself, never mind just as a fan of the character, like wanting to see Bruce mm. Wayne rock up. That's really odd to me. Really, really odd. Yeah, well, this whole thing's odd, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, but imagine... This whole... Shebang. Melange. But imagine, imagine like, you, in your first... In your first ever episode of your show, you were like, oh, such a thing is coming. This thing exists and it's coming. It's definitely coming here at some point. And then that thing never happens, but something pretending to be that thing is occasionally there, maybe. Oh, like season eight of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't. People might where, force... Where H- winter came. People might force HBO Max to uh, to remake that now, because it turns out that the people <laughs> have the power. Should we, dig into, should we dig into this shit sandwich, Matt? I'll say it again. My heroes are dead and my enemies are in power. HBO Max revealed not an hour before we sat down that in 2021, early summer, I believe, was the prospective date. 
2021, yeah. so about a year from now, yes. HBO Max will be releasing to its platform, its streaming platform, HBO Max, it will be releasing a project called Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. We know it's called that because the poster for it is big font Zack Snyder's small font Justice League. Has it actually got the... It hasn't got the hashtag on it, thankfully. Oh, yeah, and they mention it in the, the press release. I've got the press release here. Do you want me to to have a crack? Um, <clears throat> After a global passionate fan calls to action and the hashtag release the Snyder Cut movement, HBO Max and Warner Brothers Pictures announced today that it would exclusively will premiere Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Warner Brothers Pictures DC feature film Justice League in 2021. Snyder surprised fans with the news this morning during a live online commentary of his film Man of Steel with Henry Cavill. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut first became a passionate rallying social media cry among fans in 2017 and has not let up. From countless press articles and hundreds of thousands of social media mentions, it became a powerful global movement among cinephiles and comic book fans. I want to thank HBO Max and Warner Brothers for this brave gesture of supporting artists and allowing their true visions to be realized. Also, a special thank, to, thank you to all of those involved in the Snyder Cut movement for making this a reality, said Snyder. Since I got here 14 months ago, the chant to hashtag release the Snyder Cut has been a daily drumbeat in our offices and inboxes. Well, the fans have asked and we are thrilled to finally deliver. At the end of the day, it really is all about them and we are beyond excited to be able to release Zack's ultimate vision for this film in 2021. This could never have happened if it weren't for the hard work and combined efforts of the teams at HBO Max and Warner Brothers Pictures, said Robert Greenblatt, chairman, Warner Media Entertainment, and direct-to-consumer. When Zack and Debbie shared the extraordinary vision of where Zack wanted to take Justice League, my team and our counterparts at Warner Brothers took it as a mission to solve the many issues that stood in the way, said, said Kevin Riley. All right, <laughs> said Kevin Riley, chief content officer at HBO Max, president, TNT, TBS, and True TV. Thanks to the partnership of Warner Brothers and the relentless pursuit of the entire Warner Max team, we are able to deliver this incredibly exciting moment for Zach, the fans, and HBO Max. Thanks to the efforts of a lot of people, we're excited to bring fans this highly anticipated version of Justice League, said Toby Emmerich, chairman, Warner Brothers Pictures Group. This feels like the right time to share Zack's story, and HBO Max what? is the perfect platform for it. <laughs> sorry, that says so much. Carry on, we're I'm so sorry. We're glad the creative planets aligned, allowing mm. us to hashtag release the Snyder Cut. In Justice League, fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, oh, Bruce God, Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to find and recruit a team of metahumans to stand against this newly awakened threat. But despite the formation of this unprecedented League of Heroes, 
Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may already be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. The Justice League screenplay is by Chris Terrio, story by Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder, based on characters from DC. Superman created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. The film's producers are Charles Roven, Deborah Snyder, with executive producers Christopher Nolan, Emma Thomas, Jim Rowe, Ben Affleck, Wesley Collar, Curtis Kenimoto, and Chris Terrio. Okay. For those wondering why we're even talking about this, there's a potted history. A potted history? Yeah, the DC Extended Universe, as Warner Brothers have now repeatedly said, that's not what we call it, but they've never given it a name, so that's what we're calling it. The DC Extended Universe is a series of films that are interconnected based on the properties owned by Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Pictures belonging to DC Comics, or as Matt reminded me before, Detective Comics Comics. Mm. Um, The first film was Man of Steel. The next one was Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Then Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman... And then Justice League. Justice feel, League was the third... I feel like Man of Steel was retroactively the first film. Well, like apparently... They clearly didn't Green, plan for it to be what it ended Green, up being. Green Lantern was always going to be the, the first initially. Oh, yeah. 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 And Man of Steel, I think that's why Man of Steel's not interconnected, but there's the Wayne Enterprises satellite Easter egg in there of like, oh, hey, Wayne Enterprises. But you're right, ah, Batman, v, Batman v Superman Wayne. is sort of the... Batman v Superman sort of the start of of this interconnected narrative, um, using the finale of Man of Steel as like its springboard, its launching point. Um, uh, Zack Snyder directed uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League. But halfway through production of Justice League, uh, he and his wife Deborah, who was the exec producer on the movie, had a horrible tragedy at home that meant that they had to go away from making the movie but of course yeah, fucking release date, horrible horrible stuff horrible like really horrible and and good god like the fact that the fact that everybody involved was like you guys take the time you need especially in the middle of a production of a movie was very you know very admirable on warner brothers pictures part that they were actually like right halt production the director and the producer need to go and deal with the loss in their life well so in- like so that was, you know, that was quite, that was good of them because it was still a production machine. There's thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars involved every day. Thousands of people's jobs on the line if it all just goes stop. Um, and they held off as long as they could, but then they had to continue. So hmm. the production and then the uh, reshoots, which are, again, people go, reshoots, that's a bad thing. No, reshoots are part and parcel. It's when they're extensive or last minute is when it's a cause for concern. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the continuation of the shooting and then the reshoots were overseen by Joss Whedon, a writer-director who uh, Warner Brothers had been in talks briefly for a Batgirl film, but uh, and prior, even prior to that Wonder Woman film, but it's most likely the reason they brought him in was because they'd been in talks, and this guy was the first one, the director to deliver the first big superhero team-up movie, Avengers, or Avengers Assemble, for Marvel and Disney and Paramount. So, if you're going to get somebody in... Yeah, Disney! If you're going to get someone into to helm your not Avengers movie that's basically an Avengers movie. People, you know someone listens to that's going to be like, how dare you say the Justice League of this, that, and the other compared to the Avengers? I'm not. I'm just saying, Marvel got there first doing this experiment as a, as a, as a serialized storytelling thing for cinemas 
uh, you know, in such a wide way. They did it first. Justice League was always going to feel like a copy unless it was done very differently or started with Justice League. Yeah, it's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, smart way to do it is like if you have to get someone to fill in uh, the gaps and finish it up, bring in the guy who did Avengers. Smart call. Genuinely smart call. But Joss is working with a movie that already mostly exists. A movie that even prior to the Snyders leaving uh, due to the personal tragedy Mm. was in a production limbo anyway. It started principal photography around the time Batman v Superman was released and was a two-part film, Justice League Part 1 and Justice League Part 2. Due to the reception of Batman v Superman, a very financially successful movie, but due to the reception of that film... Yeah, critically um, bombed. Yeah. And with a lot of audiences rece- as well. Yeah. Uh, passionate fans, and again, if they enjoy it, great. If you enjoy it and tell people they're wrong for not enjoying it or act like a dick about it, you're a dick. So they... They, they went, right, Zach, we're not doing this experiment. We can't risk it. So it's one film now. So a bunch of pre-production material was suddenly scrapped. A bunch of things were condensed together. Mm. Um, and it was announced that it was going to be one film coming out the following November. Uh, so already his vision, as it was for the film, him and Chris Terrio, was compromised. Then he has to, you know, last second leave the project... And another director has to come in and keep the ship sailing and keep everything working. And he's going to have his visions for it. And it sounds like uh, Warner's also said to Joss, Hey, Joss, um, you, uh, you you have ideas. You made this work before for the other people. Uh, could you just take one second to pause and, and kiss my wife? Hi. Sorry, Hi. Lucy, you brought me a cup of tea. Love you. I couldn't see because it's, it's so dark where you are. Hey. <laughs> Nin- ninja lighting. Um so, you know, uh, he had to he had to pick up the pieces, but also they're like, you know what this is all about. You've done this before. Do you have any notes? Yeah, uh, we've get, we've received a lot of criticism for three of our four releases in the series. Man of Steel, not so much uh, as the others, but still received a lot of you know um, kickback. Uh, Batman v Superman, absolutely. Suicide Squad, definitely. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, mostly universal praise. So, mm. you know, can you? Can you give us a guiding hand here, Joss? So he did. He was honest. He said, it's a bit bleak. It needs a bit more humour. It needs to be a little lighter. In some cases, like within the set design and the, and the, 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 the scenes and the exterior shots, the first trailer for the film shows them outside the, uh, the Superman monument, um, alongside the Superman monument in pitch black. The finished film yeah. has that, day, that scene in broad daylight, which means extensive reshoots or taking green screen footage that already exists because a lot of it was all done on green screen and changing the lighting in post-production. So more money was spent, but he got the film finished. Justice League comes out November 2017 and is, by all accounts, a film? (laughs) Question mark. Opinions vary. If you enjoy it, great. Power to you. We wish we did. But both of us collectively thought it was shit. Like, just really, really bad. Um, I can confirm it is not better on a revisit. Yeah, so I, we revisited it recently because I wanted to sort of show to Lucy on Amazon Prime. I was like, "It's on Amazon Prime. Can I, can I just show this to you? I want you, I want you to know why I was like, oh god, when I saw it." And she went, "Okay." And over a couple of couple of attempts, we finished it. And she was like, "Please never show that to me again." And also buy me like the biggest present for putting up with that. Um, I bet she's really looking forward to this then. Oh god. Well, here's the thing: there are things that work in it. 
And it's up for debate whose vision it was, these things. The last 20 minutes gives us a Superman that finally acts like Superman. Yeah. Like, Henry Cavill gets to finally be an inspiring, really, like, happy, um, suave hero who's both a badass and an absolute gentleman. Charming like, actor oh gets my... to be charming. Shocker. Exactly! They, they, cast this guy, they cast the guy who, was a, who could be a perfect Superman and finally give him perfect Superman material. But it feels too little too late as a whole in the film. Um, the people who love their Elseworlds sort of stuff, who are obsessed with the idea of a dark Superman, get a version of that. Which I don't understand. I do I, not understand that obsession. I don't understand it as a th- an ongoing thing, but, you know, it's the occasional thing. Like, I enjoy Injustice Gods Among Us. I like Red Sun. There you go. That's kind of it. I also mm. like Bad Superman, a.k.a. just grumpy flicks peanuts at a mirror Superman in Superman 3. But um, <laughs> his, out- his outfit's just a little bit duller. Um, drunk Superman. Drunk Superman fighting Clark Kent in a parking lot, because here's yeah, where we are. Boy. But um, I... Uh, you know, you, 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 that box gets ticked for people because the newly resurrected Superman, spoiler alert for a three-year-old movie, uh, spoiler alert for a film that's not coming out until next year, um, <laughs> you know, newly resurrected Superman is all feral and doesn't know what's going on and starts attacking them because he sees the Justice League as a threat. So you get your hero v. hero fantasy, you mm. know, who wins a fight sequence, which delivers a genuinely cool moment where the Flash is zooming around trying to get a bead on how to attack Superman and we go into the slow-mo vision and... Superman turns his head and is clearly watching the Flash at his own speed, and the Flash is like, fuck, before he gets knocked down. So, you know, there's cool moments like that. Um, Like, there's some stuff that's badass and some stuff that's ridiculous. We don't know whose is what, but the people who are really passionately fighting for the DCEU Mm. and telling the internet they were wrong about Batman v Superman and they were wrong about Suicide Squad, even though it's opinion, opinion subjective, nobody's opinion is wrong, you jackasses, stop being jackasses. Um, they were not happy that the film was not received well. Yeah, There didn't seem to be an outcry from them at the time as much as after the fact, but they weren't happy the film wasn't received well and they went, right, it wasn't received well because this wasn't Zack's true vision. And we want that film. We want that film to come out. Give and that me, seemed give me, to be give me one vision. That seemed to be their thing. Their, their idea was oh, the world didn't like it because it wasn't the good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good because it wasn't the film that was being made. It's like right. Well, hang on. What? So yeah. The, the rumor begins of the Snyder Cut. We go into great detail on how that rumor developed in a previous episode. Look for our Justice League and War of the Worlds episode from, I think, November, December last year. We go into a lot of detail about how the movement developed and evolved. Yeah. But ultima- ultimately, hints were dropped by Zack Snyder that he had a cut of the film that was different from the theatrical release. What that means is he had a he had a test cut of the film as it was, because a lot of directors and editors edit whilst the film's being made like they make the time to do it they're on set all day and then on like the sunday off they go to the editing suite they're like right let's start editing the dailies from this week let's do it yeah yeah. Uh, you know some directors do that some directors don't they wait till the end that's more traditional approach but like whatever you know if that's your work i think and it seems that's why reshoots tend to be quite a common thing as well exactly because they watch until after you finish principle yeah you're not even uh, doing any rough edits until after you finish principle then you're gonna need reshoots if you miss something Oh, exactly. If the if the people are looking into it and they're like, right, you need to pick that up. You didn't get that shot. You didn't get that. Yeah. That could be better. And also, we need another yeah. scene to be like this because we think it needs that. That's that what happens we on, all, on yeah. films of all levels of quality because you know, it, it, film production is a is a big machine with a lot of moving parts, and mm. these things just happen. That's how it works. 
And based on Snyder having a cut, unquote, of the movie, it implies that maybe he was doing it as he went along. Probably. Because um, it was so a big... This... Because it was a big effects-heavy project, so I would imagine mm. that he wanted to get a lot of it locked off, or yeah, roughly so, locked off. So the CGI artists can work their magic and get all that done and dusted. Uh, yeah. It's also likely that that rough cut of the film was what the execs viewed when they had their meetings with Joss Whedon about changing the tone, rewriting some things. Um, so there is a cut of the film. Now, yeah, rumour is it's l- about four hours long. Yeah, well, that's the thing as well. A lot of the Snyder Cut um, cult fandom that's built up along over the last few years seem to view it as a complete version of the movie that just exists and Warner Brothers are being meanies and not letting it be released. That's not what it is. That's That's not not what what it is. is. As we talked about in our last episode where we discussed this, it's not release the Snyder Cut, it's can we have a look at that cut you've got, please? Because we're all curious. From what people are saying about this, it looks a bit more like they're going to actually go back and do some work and and sort of, quote-unquote, finish some of this. Because they're looking at... It, it's unclear what it's what form it's going to take. Like yeah. Some people are saying it's going to be like a four-hour-long film, or maybe they're going to split it into six chapters, and sort of so mm. you can dip in and out of it. And maybe no go shard, go con- full shard of nineteen ninety-two, yeah. and just just literally turn it into Link a pseudo documentary film yeah. edit where it's like, here's what we would have done, and here's what we would have done, and this is what this is about, yeah. and you know that. See that. Weirdly, that mm. I would watch because I'd but, just be intrigued to be like, so what? What sacrifices were made along the way? It's Did looking, the original version seem like a more entertaining watch than the version we got? Like, did the, what the version we got actually improve on a lot of what was there in the first place? And they just tell. don't realize that you know it, they had a better thing going on release, which wasn't a great thing, but could it, be better than this. It's looking. Sources differ, but mm. it looks like Warner Brothers slash HBO are looking to drop about twenty to thirty million dollars on this. Yeah, which so this for is something that's already mostly shot is quite a bit. Yeah, which means the only way they can justify this again, as we talked about before, the only way they can justify doing this is if they're somehow going to make a shitload of money mm. by putting this out into the world. That could at least, at least, because keep in mind, it's it's a cut of a film. Plus uh, the finished cut of the film that already exists as is, that they already own and can do whatever they want with. They're just spending like the th- a fifth of its original budget, if that, mm. to add bits to the existing footage. Because you just know there's going to be a Richard Donner Superman 2 cut kind of thing here where they're going to have to use some footage from the Whedon completed cinematic release. I would imagine fill, so, yeah. To fill in some gaps because... It's it's also quite likely that like we don't know if they're filming new things for this. We don't, I don't know think there will be. if they're I mean you might you might get away with a couple bits and pieces. Like Momoa yeah. pretty much looks like Aquaman all the time. So if there's an Aquaman yeah. scene that's not shot, hey Jason, let's shoot this scene. You know, also, it, when you're gonna shoot it cause shit's all over the place right now. Hey, Ben um, definitely is not ready to do this or nor does he want to do it again, Affleck. Do you want to no. come in here and do this again? Fuck hey, no, Ezra Miller, have you finished choking fans? Can you come over Ugh. here and, you know. I just, uh, hey, Gal Gadot, you ready to be directed by the person who in two movies made you look kind of crap at your job and not by the lady who made you look like an absolute badass <laughs> and a really enjoyable, mm. relatable character? But anyway, it's, 
exactly are they going to go and shoot new stuff or are they going to just finish up uh, as much as they can on the pre-visual effects sequences and use cgi to fill in the gaps and use what they've got that's the, that's the thing it's what what's being presented isn't and i think that is where the internet is about to become unbearable <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so tempted to mute hashtag release the Snyder Cut on all yeah. social media because well, because I think I think the th- that's the thing we're getting to um, the thing we've sort of not said yet is because we're not hmm we're not annoyed about this because we don't want to see good movies come out and we don't want to see directors and writers get to fulfill uh, what they what they had in mind like yeah i'm not we don't we sh- don't want we don't want to shit on a justice league movie nor do we no. want to watch a justice league movie that we don't enjoy i don't we want to enjoy existing. like they, yeah. i have I, I gain or lose nothing from this thing existing what is annoying about this is that it is going to be seen as a victory and already is being seen as a victory by the most toxic and just troll heavy docs friendly yeah just just plain horrible um portion of the fan base like there's no it's it's a it's a group of people who spent the last two and a bit years just spewing hate and abusing Mm. people online because they want a version of a film that wasn't shit and, and and they will it's weird like, there's Renegade Cut did a really interesting video on like the toxicity of yeah. the DC fan base and like how they have to keep changing their narrative because they um... <laughs> I should keep said and Star because... Wars which is also true yeah 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 <laughs> but but not not the narrative of the of the films but the fandom has to keep changing the narrative of where of how they feel yeah. about the films because they can't be ever be seen to be wrong, or else their whole yeah. argument crumbles. So they have to pretend to love something until they have a reason to say that they didn't love it, so they can demand something else. And that it's just it's a sort of never ending chain of that. The thing, sort, the thing that uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon took the and... piss out of recently, which is even more hilarious yeah, because yeah, you know the people absolutely. at Harley Quinn were probably aware that something Snyder cut related was about to actually happen, and they went, Do you know what? We're still going to take the piss out of the people who've been yeah. shitheads during all of this, like which is awesome, which yeah. is awesome. But you yeah. know those people are now going to be weirdly empowered and be like, "See, the Harley Quinn cartoon's garbage because they were taking the piss out of us." But DC know what we want, really. And just, oh God's sake, just uh. yeah. And it's, it's it just it, you just it's like a it's an yeah, it's a snake eating it. its own asshole. <laughs> it's a, it, that's um, it. It's not snake eating its tail. It, it's a snake <sighs> slithering up its own bumhole. Yeah, just continuously yeah. slithering up his own ass. Yeah, yeah. Just like a, a, a yeah. oh. shit circle. Um, <laughs> and and that's what's that's what's so upsetting yeah. about it. Because, like, yeah, fine. Give Zack Snyder the money to he he wanted to finish his dream project, and then everyone gets a Justice League movie, a, another longer Justice League movie. It doesn't matter if it's bad, doesn't matter if it's good. Like it's it there. If you want it, fine. you got it. Whatever. <laughs> It's there. It's there. I have no animosity towards this thing existing. What I have animosity towards is all the shitheads who are going to take this as 
a victory and a justification. Like, people are going to be emboldened by this to be shittier online about things that don't matter. And I just... It's just a lot. Everybody who's who's said release the Snyder Cut over the last three years, this this is the decent human reaction you should have. You know that gif of Antonio Banderas looking at a laptop, seeing some result that he's clearly very happy with, and just sitting back, smiling and biting uh, his knuckle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm. all you need to post on Twitter. That's it. And then and then yeah, close your app, start. go and have a drink, turn to your friend, your partner, your, your, your son, your daughter, whatever, someone who knows that you really want to see this movie and go, we're getting it next year. Isn't this cool? And mm. leave it at that. Leave it at that. But no. You know that at least 50% of that community are going to use this, as you say, as an excuse to be shitty and nasty to people. Like Joss Whedon was trending today on Twitter. Earlier in the day he was trending because uh, all four, more four, whatever, the Channel 4 subscription uh, uh, catch-up service have said that they've got the rights to Buffy and they're going to put all of Buffy on, on their streaming service. In in what in what appears to be their um, they're being they're the streaming service in the UK that's being really kind of like hey look hey look look we've got stuff we have stuff they're really trying to battle against the, the the Disney Plus love that's going on at the moment by going we also have things come to us please and and you know yeah, pretty, and Buffy's a great like big get it also shows the staying power of that show here we are in twenty twenty and a UK subscription no, not even a subscription service a UK catch yeah. up service for a channel yeah, is going. Exactly. We've got Buffy, and it's trending in the UK on social media. Amazing. Joss Whedon's still trending this evening, because now it's just full of people telling him to go get fucked. We're going to see the proper movie, like that piece of shit you released. is. And it's like, wow, he finished a movie you're clearly very passionate about because he had to, because of a personal tragedy for the dude who you apparently love so much, you're sucking his dick through the internet. Like, you love him so Mm. much that you want to fillet Zack Snyder, and yet, Everyone who helped Zack Snyder's project get finished, regardless of what you think of it, you're now talking to like they're a piece of shit. What is wrong with you? What is wrong yeah, with you just, people? It's it's so stupid. It's just it, uh, it is an encapsulation of the toxicity of the fan base, and we we see it. It's not just a DC thing. We see it with we've seen it a lot oh, yeah. with Doctor Who fan base, and you see it across all sorts. It's because it, it, all sorts of online discourse is becoming. Increasingly, toxic. and this is pre-lockdown, even. You know? As people, it's not because everyone's stuck yeah. indoors. Yeah, and this is, and it just people are going to be emboldened by this. People are going to take this as a justification for the shit that they talk to everyone. And all, but also, there's also another toxic part of the fan base that are already complaining yeah. about this because it's not the real yeah. Snyder Cut. Exactly. Yeah, th- those people will because never be happy because they because they've said they. Yeah, they're never because they're never going to get what they want because it doesn't exist. Because they they they've imagined something. Like, this is them in their head. They've created something. Yeah, Doctor Who fans, you remember when you started to see the Time War and hear the Time War, and for the most part, a lot of you went, oh, it's, it's not as it's not as sort of grand as I thought it would be." Yeah, That's because yeah. the Time War in your head that was teased and hinted at by Russell T. Davis and his era of Doctor Who, where it was sort of very loosely described, and you heard all these really odd and brilliant Lovecraftian kind of, like, scenarios, like the Dalek Crucible, Davros hasn't been seen since the Crucible flew into the jaws of the Nightmare Child, 
and all these sort of things. You're like, what is yeah. that? Like, what something something Just happening at the, the Medusa Cascade? It's like, yeah. what's the Medusa Cascade? Like, what are all these things? And it, it's it's this grand. And, and mm. again, we got a taste of it when he wrote the uh, the Rose prequel during all these these lockdown watch-alongs. Uh, about the eighth, uh, the who's it about? Uh, it's about the eight. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was it was a prequel that was written. Uh, he'd written to be released years back before Moffat revealed that the eight turns into the War Doctor first. So it was basically Russell writing the final moments of the eighth Doctor before he turns into the ninth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It again yeah, of it alludes to all these adventures that we're not going to see, but all the all the pictures he paints, you're yeah. like. What is that? That sounds amazing. Like the only thing he describes is that mm-hmm. Gallifrey is using a fleet of Scarrows and Earths from parallel timelines as catapult fodder to throw into the Dalek Armada. Yeah. And you're like, even that, even though we can kind of picture that, we still can't quite comprehend that. That's mental. Like he paints a better picture by not painting yeah. a picture. And that's what the Snyder Cut is to a lot of people who've been campaigning for it and thinking about it and getting tattoos for it over the last few years. It's an unreachable thing because even though Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming to HBO Max next year, in whatever form it is, documentary, recreation, miniseries, four-hour film with CGI completion, it will not be the thing they've wanted. Even if even if no. they do a really good job on putting together this thing and they do a, they do a Richard Donner and go... Here's what Zach wanted to do with the... Because maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's here's what he wanted to do with the two-film version that we didn't get to make. We're going to spend a shitload yeah, of money to, maybe, to, maybe. to put in these extra scenes. Amazing. Awesome. Cool. Great. If it makes people happy, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you just know it won't be what they want. I just... Because it never will be. Well, and even for me, like, as a, even from the perspective that I've got of, oh, yeah, we're allowing someone to complete their vision... I don't I don't see how adding another two hours to the Justice League that we got is gonna improve that film. Like what Well exactly, what that is do? that is the thing. That is the thing. It's it's and again, opinion subjective. There are people who genuinely enjoyed it and there are people who enjoyed chunks of it and there are people who who don't see why people have a problem with it, and that's fine. And, and as long as you don't as long as you don't attack and people one on one for enjoying it or not enjoying it think about it how you will but we from from critical standpoint from an objective standpoint of people who know how performing arts and theater and film work and and, and what makes good yeah technically good film and just as fans of dc and fans of the justice league and fans of these characters we were both like this is just shit it's just not fun it's not enjoyable mm. hearing that there's going to be more of that same thing also, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm like, I, I, what, should I be excited for that? Yeah. I don't think I should. If you were I, telling me that they were making a brand new Justice League project and you teased us a bit of story, you might win me over. You might make me go, well, that one actually looks like it's up my alley. But more of the same of the thing I didn't enjoy? Mm. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. No. I, I, tweet, no, no. I tweeted out from my Benny it's... account because I didn't want... I didn't want the ads and responses on my Twitter account, but I thought I I have a fake Twitter hey, don't account. At me. Uh, pretending to be a character I played on TV once. I'm gonna have him tweet it. 
And he tweeted out, I genuinely hope that hashtag release the Snyder Cut folks get everything they ever wanted from the HBO Max release in 2021. Because imagine if you don't enjoy it. If it's not everything you've ever wanted. That'd be a waste of four years of your free time. Over a movie. Uh. (laughs) It's just, it's, Uh. yeah. I stand by my fictional character's point there. I... Imagine if you get to the end of it and you hate it. What are you going to do next? You're going to take that abuse out on something else. Yeah, that's that's all this is. It's just a never-ending cycle of. I, I I've know, said I, it, so guys. Tired. I've already said it. If you are happy about it, if you are happy it exists, tell your friends who you know also would be happy with the news. Just post the gif of Antonio Banderas biting his hand and looking really happy. Just go to the go. kitchen, pour out go. some bobo, have a sip, and just enjoy the fact that you're getting a thing you wanted. Don't be a dickhead about it. Can I, can I just say that when you say bobo like that, it's really upsetting me. Bobo. It's really upsetting me. Would it please, upset you to learn that they're just that. spending that 30 million um, on more mustache CGI technology? It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not sure if it would upset me. <laughs> Hashtag release the mustache cut. To be honest. That's what I want. Now, yeah, I just hope they just leave his mustache on and it just comes and goes That would be magical. inexplicably. Um, well, no, because all the mustache stuff was, was post um Snyder. Yes, it was. It was all during the reshoots. So this will all be yeah, pre Well, stuff. Well, I imagine he's probably going to utilise stuff from the reshoots if there's a purpose to it. Like if he if he can get something from it, i.e. Affleck does not want to come mm. in, so quickly let's superimpose him from that shot into this shot. <laughs> Do you think there'll be some Revenge of the oh, Sith yeah. CGI? Are you, are you kidding me? Godot is fighting fit and could absolutely That's shoot some yeah. new stuff. Momoa has never looked any different. He could shoot some stuff. Ray Fisher, they're gonna have to give that guy so much money. And promise to put all of his football and past scenes and everything back into it for him to go. All right, go on. I'll 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 play ball and shoot some more scenes. I think that's that's what at least an hour of this will be. It'll be yeah. the cyborg yeah. movie that we but never. You know, got. power power to Ray Fisher. The dude obviously yes. worked hard and a lot of it got cut out. And he and he didn't want yeah. de- he didn't want and, send and, anybody know. bullets with their names on dead rats or used condoms, like the other guy whose oh, scenes got God. cut. Because that's another thing that you know is absolutely going to happen now. The release the air cut people are going to get more empowered. Because what we need is more of that dreadful Suicide Squad movie. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. I hate it. And I hate and I, and I hate you for, for making me aware ah, of it. Ah, ah, ah. We were watching Batman 89 the other day and I realised something. I realised <sighs> something. The perfect version of, you know that terrible Suicide Squad shot where the Joker's layout in his penthouse apartment with no furniture uh surrounded by it yeah surrounded by a a hypno swirl a a a jam roly poly a swiss roll swirl (laughs) of knives in the floor (laughs) all laid out intricately from the middle of the floor and he's sort of laying between them in a way that suggests oh so he's just spent hours intricately laying them out i want to see the 20 minutes of the joker just walking around watching youtube on his phone and delicately laying every knife out just so we can lie down when it still comes in and be like oh i'm sad and look at my knives but the impact they wanted that scene to have (laughs) is done 20 times better in batman 89 
when after he's cut out the photo of Vicky Vale and he wanders off singing da, 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 to himself, the Joker, you you cut to a, an almost bird's eye view of the room and the table where he's making his scrapbook, there are cutouts all over the floor of deformed corpses with rictus grins from the Cordo yeah. Maltese photographs all over the floor. That is ten times more frightening than Leto taking his time out to lay his knives down to get the fucking Instagram post made of him with all his knives. It just... Joker in that film is ten times more frightening than anything the Leto one ever attempted. He fries a guy to death with a hand buzzer to the point where his skin melts off and his eyes clearly pop. And then he has a conversation with it. It's, it's so good. Just, it's he, he scares so his mistress... And then apparently deforms her with acid at some point or does something to her head because then when she rocks back up, she's like zombified and barely talking and barely coherent. Like Nicholson Joker. Everyone's like, oh, he's the cuddly Uncle Joker. Yeah, cuddly Uncle Joker. It's fucking terrifying. He's really scary. He he, he holds a city's hygiene hostage. Yes. That plot is the best Joker plot in a film. It's the most jokery thing. I was thinking that very same thing in the shower. <laughs> like, what if, I, what if I mix this head and shoulders that with that body foam and they both had Joker products inside well, of, like, I just, I'd have to stop. I was, oh, yeah, I was just doing the, the shampoo and I was like, yeah, that Joker scheme <laughs> in Batman 89, it's actually a really jokery yeah. Joker scheme, isn't it? It's uh, displayed brilliantly move. when they cut to the news, like, four days later and the newscaster's look knackered and, uh, yeah the guy's got the and she, she, her pimple, hair's like yeah. really scraggly because it's not it's not like silky enough to actually comb back into a thing so it's all sticking out nope. and, and they look knackered and tired and it's because yeah you've basically learned that you can't wash you can't you can't use it's pretty great you can't use personal oh like sprucing up products you can't make yourself feel nice and it, he's done it because like he's got you paranoid that you're going to kill yourself if you use these products even though might be in none of them. Like, it might be in none of them. He might just be saying that to scare you all. Love. Love that, that joke. Alfred, let's go shopping. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Release that Alfred, let's go shopping um, cut. It's vicious, sir. It's supposed to be gold. Um, I, I know, know that's returns, but, but yay, it's, also it's great. a great moment. All uh, Batman and Alfred moments of those two films are amazing, including Mix Master Alfred in Batman Returns. <laughs> Let's go to some more amazing moments. And visit email, the email section, section. Email section. This is the section where we read emails. We don't have a sting. Um. We've got a couple of memes from Ian, but I don't I don't know how they'll translate onto an audio uh, podcast. Do it as though, but do we it as though you're a descriptive audio feature. Prime, prime memes. Oh, primeval memes. Oh no. Yeah, oh, no. Including, I can't I can't describe <laughs> it to you. It's just it's just a thing. It's a thing from Primeval with some funny text on it. It's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme, a Mario. You go into the email inbox and you look at it. That's do you want me to do that now? I could do. I could totally um, do that now, and share in your I mean, confusion. You can do that now, if you want, Let's have a little. But I don't want. Oh, to mess it's not going to be. Oh, I'm recording on the other laptop. It's all good. 
It's all good in oh, the okay. hood. Okay. Let's see, shall we? Um, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, I'm going to okay. read another email to you. Um, <laughs> Why? Why is Ian's email titled Meat? Oh, that's that's another meme. That's not a prime meme. This is a picture meme. of of Billy Piper from uh, Secret Diary of a Call Girl walking along the bridge near the South Bank. Um, and the caption yeah. says, "I seem to remember series one opening differently." And it's it's a line from the first episode of Secret Diary of a Call Girl, which I'm not going to repeat because you should all watch it because it's great telly. Um, and it's, it's definitely, definitely not, not how season one opened. It's definitely not how Rose opened. Um, Oh man! Anyway, enough g- giggly memes. Um, this this one comes in from um, a new regular, uh, Sam, uh, the self-professed Doctor Who guy. Um, <laughs> he's not allowed. Hey, Doctor Who um, guy says Doctor Who episode review. <laughs> so there's fan reviews coming oh. at you. Coming at you. Coming says, at you like a beam. <laughs> Doctor Who and the Silurians. Excited to excited to Earth? John Pertwee's story, second story? I don't know what that means. This uh, Yes. Exalted. John Pertwee's second story. This is really good, but it's too long. Caroline Johnny's great in this. The Brigadier. I love him. He is so cool. Now, before you carry on, do your review. Uh, Bloody hell! Uh, Silurians is too long, but I quite like it. Does it have to be? Does it have to be a review of and the Silurians? Doctor Who and Could the Silurians. Review of anything? Yeah. No, no. Could it be a review of anything? Um, my... Greg's vegan sausage rolls are a worthy replacement for those looking to change their dietary habits. Um, the mock the mock pastry is fluffy and crisp, like the sausage rolls of yore, and the meat substitute has the same texture, and the seasoning. Delivers possibly a superior taste. Nine out of ten would vegan sausage roll again. Yeah, better seasoned. I think is that is a lot of the vegan substitute stuff is it, it's just better seasoned than the regular stuff. You yoded that sentence then. Yeah. Better seasoned. A lot of the vegan better substitute seasoned. is. Mmm, tofu. I like. Mm. Um, meat. I, yeah, I and the Silurian's pretty damn great. But it's it's. I tell you now, dear a gentle uh, a gentle listener slash writer. Um, if you hate episodes, if you hate serials being more than four episodes long, you're not going to the next yeah. five years of the show. You're not going to have a good time <laughs> with uh, with Pertwee's run, um, and one t- and one Tom story a season. <laughs> Bar the last one where he gets seven stories. Lucky bastard. You done? No. Okay. Now the Sea Devils. I mean, <laughs> this is the only way. Only way I can say about this, and it's the um, the the picture of the sword fight oh yes i'm guessing um, then based on those two ones that you've watched that you're you gentle what's what's their email again called sorry dr who guy sam sam i take it that sam you've bought the beneath the surface box set well, and you've been working your way through the stories we'll that um oh god arrested after the, oh no that means i know what's next arrested after the events <laughs> at devil's end the master has a plan this is Amazing, all caps. The mm. Sea Devils, sea Devils an is ancient pretty race of reptiles which want the Earth back. My first Master DVD. But after two great stories, there is Warriors of the Deep. Yeah. Today I hope I Good need to God. finish this box set. So wish me luck, and I hope you have reviewed the Sea Devils. Goodbye, from Sam, one of one thousand Doctor Who guys. We like the Sea Devils. We like the sword fight. We like him watching the clangers. 
The sea devils. We like the Doctor stopping mid sword fight to eat a sandwich. In a lot of ways, the sea devils look great. In a lot of ways, the sea devils is a remake of the Silurians, but it's a better remake of the Silurians. It's a it's a remake with the uh, coast instead of uh, the mine and uh, a max security prison. It's uh, so it's got my vote. Mm, let's have a let's have another crack at this concept and uh, let's do it better this time. Yeah, cool. Right, let's go. Yeah, and we'll do it in episode. Yeah, sure. yeah. All right, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Less less effective ending, but better journey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's more fun to be had in the Sea Devils. Uh, although he does, although Pertwee doesn't get to make as much good face in the Sea Devils oh, as he true. does in the Silurians. Weirder music. Weirder there's some music. of it now. <laughs> Sorry, your phone just vibrated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's talking to me via Skype on his phone. His phone just vibrated and my ears just went... Rah, rah. I was like, what the Jiminy Christmas. It definitely it's the, wasn't it, me. Joe, Joe, it's, it's the Sea Devils, Joe. It's the Sea Devils. Um, Homo Reptilia, Joe. Yeah, as much as I love um, Joe, Katie Manning. Joe? As much as I love Katie Manning, take the, the Sea Devils, put um, Liz, Shaw? Liz Shaw in it instead of Joe. Oh, fuck it, why not have both? And you've got a better story, yeah. I think. Best of both worlds. Yeah. It's the best of Liz Shaw. I like, I like Liz Shaw. I hated that they kept dressing her up in tiny skirts. But yeah. when they gave her stuff to so do, noticeably, she was really good. F- So noticeably after her first story. Like, mm. none of that in Spearhead. And then, let's dress her sexy. And you're like, what are you Why? doing? Stop. What are you doing? Please stop. Just let, just, let her be, just let her be Liz. Um, She's too scientific. We're getting rid of her. Wait, what? Yeah. But she's a scientist. Dumb, 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 dumb. Um, but yeah, that's thanks, thanks for sending that in, Sam. Um, that's it for another show. That's it for episode two hundred and four. That's it for four years. We climb back into our of vault, the big now, damn cast, and not until we return, thanks to the narration of Ron Perlman. Will we emerge again? Well, we'll be back next week, actually. Ah, oh, I suppose so. For episode 205. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, guys, if you want to get in touch with us, you know the drill. You can email your queries, questions, fan reviews, fan art, filthy pictures. Um, Please don't uh, send bank, pictures. bank account details. Or filthy fan art. To Big damn contact. That's what, uh, that's what Deviant asked for. Big damn contact at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at big damn cast. Anytime. Catch Matt streaming and myself hosting through the streams on twitch.tv slash big damn stream. Yeah, we should you have, can also we should have voted the, on uh, the next game for Adventures in Backlogging by the time you hear this as well. Oh, that's true. We shan't reveal it. You must watch live. Um, and of course, you can hit us up on YouTube at Big Damn Channel. Give us a search. All of our back catalogue, everything we have ever made is on the YouTube. So go give it a look-see, especially now we're in quarantine. You've got sod all to do. Go back through there, listen to everything, watch the video series, get some commentaries on the go, give us a little little tickle on the nips. Give it a, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat. Give that lolly a little bit of lick. What? Give that... What? Hmm? What? Hmm? What was... Hmm? Hmm? I don't know. What would you say? What you say there? Hmm? Uh... Oh, Black Betty. <laughs> Bam, a lamp. We're, we're going to go now. Um, look after yourselves, everyone. And don't watch Primeval. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. He's a better man. Good night. Oh,